Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. Press Room, The Preacher's Son. Undercroft, Record, The Holler, Louise, and Blake Street. You've probably heard these restaurant names before, but did you know they are all a part of one restaurant group that is trying to package up all of the culinary goodness of Northwest Arkansas and deliver it to you one plate at a time? On this episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast, we sit down with Kurt Berman, the CEO of the Rope Swing Hospitality Group in Bentonville. We had a wide-ranging conversation with Kurt to talk about all of the successful restaurants they manage, how they've dealt with the pandemic, and what the future holds for restaurants in Northwest Arkansas. All this and more coming up after the intro. Cue the music. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey, folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today. As you guys know, 
we try to find the best folks, the best representation of what Northwest Arkansas is all about and bring them on the podcast to share with you, whether you are from here or whether you are thinking about moving here because you're being courted by one of the big three or whether you just, you know, rolled the dice and looked at the map and pointed to Northwest Arkansas and said, I'm going to move there. We try to educate you on what makes this place so special. And so my guest today is Kurt Berman. And Kurt is here with us today to talk a little bit about his organization. And Rope Swing is a hospitality group. They have a number of restaurants under that mantle, uh, one of which we actually had on this podcast, which is The Preacher's Son. Matt Cooper is the the chef extraordinaire at The Preacher's Son, where if you have any type of gluten intolerance whatsoever, that's the restaurant that you need to go to on a regular basis. But I know that that I don't want to take anything away from Kurt, so I'm going to let him tell his story, and then we'll get into some of the great food that these guys offer here to Northwest Arkansas. But without further ado, Kurt Berman, how are you doing this afternoon? Thanks, Randy. I'm doing very, very well, as well as can be in the new norm that we're living in at the moment. But thanks for having me. Delighted. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So I would love for you, you've been with Rope Swing almost three years now. You know, if for people that can't detect it, you do have an accent and you're from, do. down, you're, you're from down under, but not the down under that we normally think <laughs> about. You're from South Africa, but I would love for you to tell the I Am Northwest Arkansas audience a little bit about your superhero origin story and how you ended up here. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you said, I'm originally from South Africa. I started my career in the kitchen as a chef, which is, I think, is a great place to start any career because it really teaches you very quickly how to deal with stress and pressure in a very heated environment. As a lot of South Africans my age experienced, our first stop out of the country is always or was generally London, England. I moved from England to Ireland and then back to South Africa and to the Caribbean and uh, eventually moved out of the kitchen into more general roles within the food and beverage and hotel industry, eventually managing private islands in the Indian Ocean, opening a wellness resort in China, managing a beautiful villa estate in Thailand. And now, as you said, for the last three years, I've been here in Northwest Arkansas in Bentonville, involved in rope swing, which is very exciting. My family and I love living here. We're all obviously um, expats to this region, if you like. And uh, in the three years that we've been here, we've seen such tremendous growth. And, and that, that's a big part of why we moved here originally, was to be part of that, part of growing that community and, and making something truly special in this part of the world. Yeah, no, I, lo- I love that. So what was it specifically, though? Because, I mean, you've been, and as I was looking at your, your CV and looking at some of your background and experience, I mean, you've done a lot and, and you've been all over. I would imagine that, you know, Northwest Arkansas wasn't on the pecking order of places that you thought you would end up, and, yeah. uh, but, but, but that you're here. And I guess you could, this, this is good because you can actually speak to this because you have been all over. You have a seasoned palate, as they say, and have seen a lot and done a lot. How do you, how do you reconcile being here in Northwest Arkansas? What do you think about this area uh, overall? Well, I think for me, it's, it's, uh, I really see the potential in this region, not only business potential, but uh, potential for, for, for leading a great quality of life. And I think in light of the current situation we're all living in, I think a lot of people in more developed areas are probably starting to look elsewhere. And Northwest Arkansas is, is a place that could tick a lot of boxes for a lot of people that are looking for great quality of life. For us as a family, you know, we lived around in some really beautiful places. 
but they have their challenges as well. You know, small private islands are fantastic when you're on vacation, but when you have a baby and you need to get doctor's checkups, <laughs> groceries, <laughs> and, you know, keeping a wife not bored, those challenges can crop up pretty quickly. And we wanted to live in a, spa- in a place where we could lead some semblance of a normal life. And that's what we're doing. And, and we're absolutely loving living here in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, no, I love that. You, you, those, I mean, everything that you said are the same sentiments that we struggled with when we moved here. And, you know, we overcame them just in terms of wanting to make sure that we could have, have our fullest life possible, but be in an area. I mean, we, I came from Boston 17 years up there. I'm not from there, as I like to tell people, but I lived there for 17 years. So moving here was a, a much, is a big change for me. But uh, I think it's, it was a welcome change. But also the thing I think I was really blown away by were a couple of things, the culture as a whole and the people. And I think, I think both kind of play into each other because a lot of times Arkansas as a state gets a bad rap. And, you know, of course, you talk about some of the challenges that other parts of the state may experience just because of what it is. But then Northwest Arkansas being kind of the home base of three worldwide recognized companies that have done amazing things. And I mean, Walmart's one of the biggest companies in the world, one of the most successful companies in the world, and it's right here in our backyard. And so, I mean, I I can't think of a better place. I think the canvas, if I had to use an art term, the canvas here, the potential to really create something special is, I mean, it's, it's still being realized right now. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And sticking with the the art analogy that you started using, uh, you know, if you look at places like New York, New York or, or London or Los Angeles, you know, that palette has been used a couple of times and there are thick and rich layers of paint uh, on that palette. Whereas here, we almost have a blank canvas. We can create <laughs> something without it feeling curated or, or besp- you know, fake to some degree. We have the opportunity to be part of the organic growth of something that's going to be a very desirable place for everyone that lives here. And I think that's pretty unique. Certainly, I have not come across any other places in my travels where there's that optimism and that potential in a a, a region like this. Yeah. So, and I'd love for you to talk a little bit about this, because I mean, when I hear, when when I first got here, I had heard the name Rope Swing. I didn't know what it was. And then I started figuring it out. I started connecting the dots by visiting some of the different restaurants that are part of the group. But but give me an overarching picture of what Rope Swing Hospitality is. Sure. Uh, in terms of describing that for anyone, even the the un I guess the uninitiated that, that aren't from here that might be coming here, so that they know, hey, that, now I see the word Rope Swing. I know what this is all about. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we, we I was very excited about moving here because. Uh, I could play an active role in helping this part of the world to be the best place for everybody that lives here um, to enjoy. And the role that Ropeswing plays in that is that we create and operate places for people to connect. Socially, we have everything from restaurants to uh, an event space, even a private members club with a very strong focus on wellness and, and really, and, and also focus on community engagement. And really Ropeswing's priority or rope swings vision is to is to help bring people together and whether that's in a restaurant or in a bar or in a members club or in an event space that's what we want to do to enrich people's lives it's not just being a restaurant company and it's not you know focusing purely on the on the financial aspects of the business of course that is important as well but really we see ourselves as being catalysts if you like to enrich people's lives for those people that are living here and also those people that are thinking of moving here yeah 
Yeah, no, and I, I think it's I think it's great because I mean you want to know that the place that you're coming to maybe has some of the bells and whistles and amenities that maybe you're leaving. And mm-hmm. I know I I felt that way. And you know, my wife will tell you she's got her favorites of things that she misses from Boston, but then she came down here and you know, we got into Crystal Bridges and we got to experience the Amazium and all of these things and now the momentary and it just seems like every time I turn around there is something new happening here in Northwest Arkansas. And I think that speaks to that blank canvas that you were talking about, that there is something new being created every day. And, sure. and with that in mind, how do you, as, as, a, as a leader in this you know, hospitality company, how do you keep, keep it fresh? How do you continue to evolve these different ideas? I mean, you have and you have a, an eclectic palette of restaurants to choose from under your right. under your hospitality group. And I'm, I'm just thinking what you know, what what are you or what's really driving the decision making behind the scenes to say, hey, you know what? I think Northwest Arkansas needs X or yeah. it needs Y. And, and what goes into that? I, I'm just curious. Well, to, to be honest, there's no exact science. It's, you know, we uh, we identify a, a either a, a, a gap in the market, something that's required, something that's needed. And that might even not be something that the community yet realizes that they need. I'm thinking of our ramen concept co-op, for example, yeah. which is unfortunately temporarily closed at the moment. We're using this opportunity to really refresh the menu. But to open a ramen restaurant, you know, in, in this part of the world with not the biggest population size is a little risky. But now we have two ramen restaurants in this region, which I think is fantastic. So that, that is an example. And then some of our other restaurants like the Press Room have been here for a lot longer and really are, some people use it as, their, as a third space in their lives. It's not necessarily their workplace. It's not necessarily their home, but it's kind of a third place that they kind of call homework. And we, we really enjoyed when people use our spaces like that. And then, of course, we have something like Preacher Sun, which is more of a, a place where you, where you would go for a celebration or for a special occasion. And then we're also working on a couple of new projects uh, coming up that are obviously a little bit delayed at the moment. And we are constantly thinking through the challenges that COVID is presenting, not only to us, but to the the whole industry. And the way that I think people are going to want to use restaurant or bar spaces is forever going to be changed. And that is changed. You know, the way we think through those is, is something we're working on daily. I think it's also important that we collaborate with what what you know, with other businesses that are already in the, in the region. I certainly don't want Ropeswing to be seen as a big competitor that, that comes in and, and makes it difficult for organic growth and friendly competition. I think, you know, we definitely want to encourage that. So really, when we decide on, on a new project, there's a lot of factors that go into that, a lot of brainstorming, a lot of thinking to make sure that what we eventually come out with is timely. And it's, uh, it's something that is a little bit ahead of the curve. But it's also something that people are actively going to support. And sometimes we've got that right. Most times we've got that right. Sometimes we've had to tweak that. But yeah, that's definitely a, a challenging exercise, that's for sure. No, I can imagine. And, and I, I can appreciate the fact that you have allowed a fertile environment to kind of take root here with a lot of the different restaurants, because I know a lot of the, the chefs of these restaurants are good friends. And I know some of the chefs of some of the Rope Swing restaurants are friends with other chefs that aren't affiliated with Rope Swing. And that's the thing I that's the thing I was really amazed at is that everybody is kind of, you know, there's all this commingling going on and everybody knows everybody else. And I think that's kind of cool in this environment here in Northwest Arkansas. And I think there's there's something to certainly be said for that. But 
given, and you've mentioned it a couple of times and we haven't gotten into it, but obviously at the time of the recording of this, we are still in the throes of the pandemic and it has impacted service organizations, service companies uh, like yours that, that hire bartenders, that hire bussers, that hire waiters and other individuals that do all the amazing things that we need done whenever we go out to eat or whenever we go out to any type of hospitality event. And so, you know, my question to you is, you know, as this has all happened and evolved, and I've seen some of the things that you've done, what has been the biggest challenge for you as an organization in terms of trying to just keep it all together? And I'm 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 going to lead you down a direction because I I have I want to ask a couple of other questions, but I would just be curious to know what what some of the biggest challenges are that you guys have seen personally. Yeah, I think our biggest challenge has been adjusting to the restrictions or the constraints that we have to operate under now in terms of masks, gloves, limited seating, a much more hesitant consumer. People are much more nervous going out of their safety areas. And we've wanted to balance that with trying to keep as many of our businesses open as long as possible, not only to be able to provide variety for those, you know, for the community and to, and to continue to provide opportunities for them to, to safely um, socialize, but more importantly, for us to try and keep as many of our team on board and employed as possible. And Unfortunately, we haven't been able to do that all the time, obviously. And we've had to make some very, very, very difficult decisions, just like all other businesses have had to do. And I think that's been the biggest challenge because that's not something we as a company have ever had to do before. And I know there are a lot of companies out there that have never had to do that before either. I would say 2020 has definitely proven itself to be, well, so far, definitely the most challenging year that I think RopeSwing has ever been in operation. I think that we are starting to see some glimmers of hope, and that is encouraging. But I think until we see that actual light at the end of the tunnel with COVID particularly, I think the market is going to be very hesitant. And our biggest challenge is keeping the eye, you know, keeping moving forward, but at the same time trying to run a, a, a responsible business for our employers and for our team members. Yeah. And I've noticed that you guys have, I mean, I've constantly seen the thought process with regard to how do you keep your restaurants busy? I know you've done a number of different takeout programs. Yeah. You've really pushed takeout and delivery now, which traditionally with the type of restaurants that Rope Swing offers, you know, I, I never thought about going to the Preacher Sun to, to get a takeout order. But then once you presented it, I was like, you know what, that's actually not a bad idea. I could do that and grab something, take it home. And I know what I'm getting is going to be good, whether I'm sitting in that beautiful, beautiful restaurant which I believe that particular restaurant was um, wasn't a James Beard Award winner, was it? Or was it? It, it was, was a nominee. A nominee, yes. It's yeah. absolutely gorgeous, and there's stained glass windows. All of that just makes it. It it's just just makes it a special place. I mean, you do feel like you're in church, but you're eating a great meal. So, yeah. I, I don't know if you know this. Do you do you know the Did you know the the little bit of tidbit of trivia that I learned about this was that. The thing that's really unique about that restaurant is that it's directly across the street from an actual church, and that church is where Matt Cooper's father preached his first sermon. You know, it's funny you say that because that's exactly the story he was telling me yesterday, which is pretty pretty amazing. Yes, yeah, it is amazing. We we he shared that with me, and I was like, you know, that's that that's the reason why I do podcasts because I love learning little things, little tidbits like that. But listen, you can't, you couldn't print that up any better than than him sharing that. But I mean, you've got this 
beautiful me- I think it's a Methodist church. It's right across the street. That's right. And yep. then and then you have you have the preacher's son right there, and they're kind of right across. You know, they're 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 vying for your attention because your eye cannot miss both of these buildings. But when you go into the preacher's son, aside from the food just being outstanding, it just is a place of reverence in terms of just taking in just the, the, the time that went into it. So I totally understand and get the, the fact that you guys were a James Beard a nominee for the design in that because it's, it's absolutely stunning. And I encourage anyone listening to this, if you can, definitely go check it out in person. But if the second best thing would probably be to get some delivery from there because you will not be disappointed. So. Yeah. And uh, can I just add to that, Randy, is that, sure. you know, in the last few months, we've done a lot of things that I don't think Ropeswing had ever thought about. You know, uh, we, for a brief period, converted the Holla, which is another one of our restaurants at the 8th Street Market. We created a, a an online bodega, essentially, where people could order supplies that were a little hard to come by earlier on in this crisis, like toilet paper and, and hand sanitizer, and as well as pre-made food meals. And we also featured pre-made meals and, and items from a lot of our community partners, from Yayo's and from Markham and & Fitz and uh, also all of the coffee companies, because we, we, we saw that as a, as a great opportunity to, again, work with you know, other businesses in the region and support them as well. We, you mentioned delivery, takeout. Uh, we, we've also expanded some of our outdoor patio seating areas, particularly at the press room. The city has been very helpful in helping businesses like ours uh, expand some of our outdoor patios. And that's been really successful. And then also the takeout options and online ordering. These are things that we'd always thought we would eventually get around to doing in some of the restaurants, but we were able to really duck and dive and pivot pretty quickly to get them activated during this crisis. And so in some ways, a lot of things we tried either didn't work or we didn't feel like it was going to work for a long period of time. And other things that we wanted to try later on, we've had to move up a little earlier. So it's really been an interesting journey. Yeah, well, it, that that gives new meaning to necessity is the mother of invention because, <laughs> and no, no matter what situation you're in, sometimes you, you're you're kind of pushed into a corner and you've got to figure something out. And and you guys were certainly as as was any hospitality organization, hotels, restaurants, you name it, have been pushed into a corner with this pandemic. And you know, some people have kind of given up, and others have come out swinging like you guys mm-hmm. have. And I yeah. think that that is certainly a testament. What are you hoping to accomplish next? What's in the works for you guys as you move forward? With the understanding that I'm sure you have some some plans in the works that you can't even unveil until, you know, things get back to normal. And when that will be, I don't know. But yeah. but before that, what do you hope to present in the near future? What are you hoping to accomplish that's kind of like uh that if you were able to do it would be would be a real feather in your cap? Yeah. That's a big question, Randy, and uh, I would love to spend hours talking about what could happen for Rope Swing because um, I think we, you know, we're we're at that position, we're at that crossroads right now. I think with this COVID crisis, where things are going to start getting better soon, and as that starts, to, and I'm not saying that they're only going to get better. There might be, you know, peaks and troughs, but I think generally we're going to start. You know, I think we, we're going to start looking on the upward. From a Rope Swing perspective, we are really focusing on doubling down on what we have at the moment. We've had to reduce a lot of our operating hours at the moment just to really try and responsibly run each restaurant. And that's meant that we've had to reduce some of the operating hours, as I've said, take away breakfast in some of the outlets where it wasn't really working. But with school coming back as of yesterday, we're obviously going to monitor that situation. And 
I think as things start to stabilize with with schools back, we may see the opportunity to start reopening some of those moments. And I think that's really encouraging. So really, as I doubling down on what we have at the moment, making sure that what we have is is providing the experiences and the quality experiences that we want to have. And then looking forward, looking at some of the opportunities coming up. And really what I'm really focused on right now is making sure that that what we have is is operating to the max. And then what I wanted to quickly add is that there are two things that I think happened during this crisis that I'm particularly proud of that Ropeswing was able to achieve. One of those was right from the outset, we wanted to be big supporters of the healthcare workers, the frontline healthcare workers. And right in the beginning, early April, we partnered with Brightwater Culinary Academy and Tyson Foods, and we started providing daily meals to the hospitals in the area, the three big hospitals. And I think over a period of a couple of months, we provided thousands of meals to those frontline workers using our labor, our kitchens, our equipment, delivering the meals, using products sponsored by Tyson, using some of the kitchens sponsored by Brightwater. It was a perfect example of a collaboration between big corporations, small business, as well as an education institute. So I thought that was fantastic. And then the second thing is throughout this crisis, we wanted to look after our employees as much as possible. We tried to keep the restaurants open as long as we possibly could. We wanted to make sure that as you know, servers particularly and bartenders rely heavily on their tips. And obviously those tips fell away completely with, uh, you know, as the market dropped off. So we not only continued employing them, but we actually paid their tip contribution for them for a significant amount of time throughout that process. And that makes me really proud that Ropespring was able to do that. And I don't know of any other companies in the country that was able to do that in the hospitality realm, particularly. And, it, you know, we didn't put that on a billboard. We didn't put that on a newspaper headline because I think that was really more important for us to make sure that our teams were looked after as long as possible. Obviously, since then, we've, we've made some changes as we moved back into phase two of the reopening, which is where we are now. And we have started reopening some of the restaurants. We do see some of that market coming back and we, we are eager to return to normal as quickly as possible. But I wanted to just mention those two things as well. No, and, I, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I remember when I first saw that and I was like, wow, that's a, that was when I originally wanted to talk with you guys because I wanted to find out how that whole program was going. But then I talked to some people that were affiliated with it and they said it was amazing. And it was just, it was such a blessing to get food from, you know, some amazing restaurants. And just what you guys were able to do for those people on the front line was incredible. So I appreciate you guys and what you're doing as far as that's concerned. So I do want to bring up something, and I don't want to be a uh, a Debbie Downer as, as far as that's concerned, but I did want to ask this question because I think that I grew up, I cut my teeth, and I, I always tell the story, but I cut my teeth in, in a restaurant at a young age. I was like 14, serving Merlot and stuff to people when I shouldn't have been serving drinks to them. Wow. I, I worked at a very small mom and pop restaurant with, an, with a gentleman that was an outstanding chef, and I cut my teeth in the restaurant field. I'm actually surprised I didn't go into that field, but I've always been at heart. I mean, I always waited tables. I bartended. I've always had experience. And I think I learned so much. I actually want my kids to all wait tables because I think in being in working in the service industry specifically and in dealing with people, it teaches you so much. And it's one of the reasons why I think that we as a society, as a country, and I think every country is dealing with this differently, but I, I've been using the hashtag save our restaurants all the time because I think it's important for us to do that. And a lot of times people say, well, you know, if restaurants weren't running well to begin with, then maybe they should just go by the wayside. And I'm saying, no, you're, 
you're missing the bigger picture here. It's not just the restaurant. It's it's all the people that make up that restaurant. It's you know, it's the chef, it's the sous chef, it's the dishwasher, it's the busser. I mean, there's so many, you know, people and so many families that are represented behind that. And and I would just be curious to know your thoughts about, you know, that this whole movement and why people should think of it differently in terms of trying to do whatever you can do. Of course, if you don't have the money to do it, fine. But to do whatever you can do, if you're in a position to continue to support restaurants, regardless of where they come from, it's important, I think. And yeah. I, I would just love to get your thoughts about that because I've talked to several friends that are restaurateurs and a lot of them are quite despondent about yeah. the future. And I think that's just a reality, but there are going to be some survivors. But I, I would just be curious to know what your thoughts are as, yeah. about that. Yeah, I think I think what a lot of people perhaps don't realize is that most restaurants are small businesses that, you know, families are their, their entire livelihoods depend on that restaurant whether it's the owner or like you said, the, the person working in the dish or the bar or the kitchen or wherever. And traditionally restaurants have, the hospitality industry is a tough business. Margins are very thin. You're trying to provide the best experience with the, the lowest possible margin you can. And anytime something goes wrong, that d- just dissolves that little bit of a margin that you had and it makes, makes it even more difficult to operate a restaurant. That's also one of the few industries where you're trying to sell something to somebody that they're not able to see they're not able to experience it until it's delivered to them. And then they're expected to put it into their bodies, either eating it or drinking it. That's a tough sell. You know, a car, you're buying a car, you can walk around it, you can kick its tires, you can take it for a test drive. But if you're ordering a meal, you're putting a lot of trust in the people that are working in that restaurant to deliver something that you feel is value for money and good experience. And that puts the customer in, in, a, in a very powerful position in that transaction. And I think now is the time for the consumer to really to help restaurants and the hospitality industry work through this. A lot of people's lives are affected by it. I was just reading an article in the New York Times on Sunday about that exact issue that, you know, New York's restaurant scene has been decimated and people are very despondent about what it's going to look like as we come out of this. The good news is people are generally social creatures. They want to be in spaces where they can socialize. Think about why restaurants were needed in the first place. People can cook at home. They can eat at home. They can make drinks. But restaurants are a business that have flourished because people want to go out and experience something that they are not capable of doing at home, perhaps. And more importantly, getting to experience that with other people, whether they know them or not. And I do think that no matter what happens as we come out of this COVID crisis, there are going to be challenges to work through. But ultimately, humans are going to want to come back to restaurants and bars as soon as they possibly can. And that's encouraging. Yeah, no, it is. And I, and that's why I think, it, I mean, I just have it cut and pasted in my uh, in my little browser. I I'm always putting out the hashtag save our restaurants whenever I'm posting anything with, especially with any local places here in Northwest Arkansas. But even for some of my friends that are back on the East Coast, it's just, you know, we got to do whatever we can to support them. So I think it's really important. Now, out of all of it, so you got the Preacher's Son, Press Room, the Holler, the Ramen Bar, which is called Coop, right? Co-op. Co-op. I'm sorry. Okay. The Test Kitchen, Undercroft, the Record. Louise and Blake Street. That's and right. Those are, that's right. Okay. So those are all of the, the different entities. Now, the only ones that are actually closed right now is a co-op and anything else? Yeah. The co-op is closed at the moment, as I said, because we are refreshing the menu. And then we do have limited hours in the Holler Press Room and Louise. We're closed on certain days of the week. So please do check the websites. We're trying not to make too many changes because that can be confusing. 
but we also do want to respond as soon as we can to the market. And as we see people wanting to come out and spend more time out, we are going to try and get back to full occupancy as soon as possible, at least full operation. The record is our event space. And obviously, at the moment, any large gathering of people is difficult. So even though the record is not closed, we are actively encouraging bookings for later this year or even into next year. But it's not very busy at the moment, unfortunately, for that reason. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Uh, I'll make sure. And everybody can go to ropeswinggroup.com to check that information out, right? Or they can Absolutely. go to the specific website for that that restaurant that's part of Rope Swing Group. Correct. So, each, yeah, each, so, each restaurant has its own website and social website. media accounts. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, And you guys can follow them and, and kind of learn all the great stuff that they're doing. I would encourage you, if you like I mean, they're all good. I mean, I've been following Matt since I moved here, and it, it, this was well before I knew him. His food just looks amazing. And uh, again, I'm I'm not I don't want to I don't want to come across as a fanboy for for chef, <laughs> for chef Matt, but the dude knows what he's doing, so uh, he can burn he can burn with the best of them. And I would highly, if you haven't been to Preacher's Son, out of all of the restaurants that Rope Swing has to offer, and I've been to several of them, it's just my favorite. And it's just I just I I love his food. I've tried to eat gluten-free as much as possible, but this dude knows what he's doing in the kitchen, period, end of story. So definitely check them out and uh, tell them that the folks over at I Am Northwest Arkansas sent you. So I'm sure he'll take great care of you. So, well, man, Kurt, this has really been great. I appreciate you taking the time. And we love these long form conversations that it's not just a news soundbite or anything like that. We like to go a little deeper so that people know, you know, who they're doing business with. And I certainly want to encourage anyone listening to this podcast. If you are coming to Northwest Arkansas, check out one of uh, Rope Swing Hospitality's restaurants. You can, again, just go to ropeswinggroup.com and look at all that they have to offer. When you fly into XNA, you can make a beeline up to Bentonville, and there's plenty of choices for you to choose from. And, and uh, I mean, we've got great restaurants all over. And so with that in mind, I do want to put you on the spot, Kurt, and I need you to give me a name. I know all, all of everything that Rope Swing has to offer is a favorite of yours. But if I had to put a gun to your head and I made you take me to a restaurant outside of the, hosp- the Rope Swing Hospitality Group, where would mm-hmm. you go to eat? Gosh, one of my, as a family, we love going to um, Oven and Tap oh, regularly. Yeah. That's in, obviously in, uh, just off the square in Bentonville as well. I love uh, Barkida, which is right across the road from Preacher's Son. I was actually there on Saturday night. They have a great wine selection and I think they really do something that they're able to offer something that's a little different to to what else is available in the region. I haven't ventured down to Fayetteville as yet too much. I've been to Hugo's and I've been to Maxine's and there are quite a few places in Fayetteville that I, that I, I would love to check out uh, as soon as I can. And then I love Yayo's, of course, uh, the yeah. food truck and uh, you know the, um, the restaurants. They do a great job. I feel like there's so many more in there that I'd love to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I even love, um, you know, Willie's Soul Food on the on Rainbow Curve, some of the best fried oh, chicken. Yeah. That's fantastic. Not as healthy, unfortunately. So it's no. a bit of a treat now and again, but it's something I really um, plan for. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, there, and there's so many places and, and there's always something new popping up. I actually just had the founder of KDK's Chicken and Waffles. He's down in uh, and yet down below the University of Arkansas on Razorback Road, just right before you get to the baseball stadium there. And, and, it's a food truck, but I mean, his chicken and waffles are out of this world. And I don't know wow. what he puts in the batter for his uh, fried chicken wings and for his tenders, but they're certainly worth a try. And I'm a big chicken and waffle guy, uh, if I can oh. find good chicken and waffles. So uh, good. I'll throw, I'll, yeah, I'll throw that one out there for you. And uh, that, that one was free. So 
But uh, no, thank thank you so much for sharing those. And and yeah, Oven and Tap is great. And Yayo's is, is one of my favorites as well. The A Street Market is just a place to go just to check a little bit of everything that's going on. That's why I was so sad that Bite NWA didn't happen this year, because that's such a fun event here in Northwest Arkansas, where everybody gets to come together and taste a little bit of a little bit of heaven in terms of all the different restaurants that are represented in this area, including several ropesing restaurants. So, you know, it's definitely worth checking out when they have the next Bite NWA. But, but man, thank you so much, Kurt, for taking the time today to be with us. And if anybody wants to contact you, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? I think if you, I would, I would love to hear from you. Um, just email me. My email address I can, I can give you. It's uh, Kurt, K-U-R-T, at ropeswinggroup.com. I'd love to hear from anybody who has an idea, a suggestion, whether you've had a good experience or a bad experience at any of our restaurants. If you have had a good experience in any restaurant and you want to share that, I would love to hear from you. Yeah, I'd, 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 please do that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there you have it. You've heard it right from Kurt's mouth. Please reach out to him, touch bases with him. Let him know if you've been to a rope swing restaurant. It's really been an amazing experience for you or anything else that you'd like to share with him. That's what these guys do and that are in hospitality. They're constantly looking to continue to improve. As they say, I think the Japanese call it Kaizen. It's just consistent improvement. Every day, a little bit better. That's kind of what I say, right? 1% better every day. So, well, thank you so much, Kurt. I really appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Thanks, Randy. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I really appreciate you checking this episode out. Please go to a Rope Swing restaurant. Tell them that you heard about Rope Swing from the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. And if you happen to end up at The Preacher's Son, ask for Chef Matt and tell them that you know me and that I said to take good care of you. And he definitely will do that. But no, in, in all seriousness, just you know, support. Let's continue to hashtag save our restaurants. Let's support our local restaurants here in Northwest Arkansas. Let's support our local businesses here because no matter what, this pandemic will go away at some point in time and life will continue to go on. And I really want to encourage you guys to to be a part of what's happening in this area, both socially as well as economically, spiritually, however you deem fit. But uh, we want to encourage you to do that. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. As always, we come out every Monday. That You can find this podcast wherever great podcasts can be found. Check us out on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you want to listen to this podcast. And please, if you get a chance, rate and review the podcast. Let us know what you think about it. And we appreciate that. You can find us at IamNorthwestArkansas.com and on Instagram at IamNorthwestArkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I will see you next week. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.